Hello there and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but it can really be listened to anywhere at all. And we mean anywhere. You can listen to this when you're in space or... When you're getting your eyebrows threaded. Or when you're getting your back hair threaded. Or when you're getting ready to pop the first date open of your advent calendar. Oh, we're coming into Christmas. That's exciting. Um, The point of this podcast is for us to answer the unanswerable questions of the world in as short a time as possible. This is a podcast for people who don't have time to listen to podcasts. Listeners send in questions that they've always wondered the answer to, but never went as far as looking up. Thus far, we've answered questions like, why does our hair turn grey? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Why do we dream? Why do we fall in love? And is there a correct way to wipe your bum? And loads more. You could say that we broaden your mind as you wash your behind. (laughs) (laughs) So Taz, what's this week's question? This week's question was sent in by Miss Anne Gilhooley. And it's a very, very interesting one, which I had a lot of fun researching. Just before you tell us what it is, Taz, um, we are on the lookout for a sponsor. Um, If you want us to talk about your brand to over 10,000 people a month, you can just look us up on Facebook at In The Share With Taz and Marcus. On Twitter, it's at In The Share Pod. Or Taz, what's that email address? If you want to get us the old-fashioned way, you can get us at InTheShowerPodcast at gmail.com. So back to this week's question, Taz. Um, Anne asked us what? Why do we have a dominant hand? What percentage of the population do you reckon are right-handed, Mr. Allaire? Oh, I reckon, like, I'm trying to think how many left-handed friends I have and then apply that to the world. Maybe, like, 80% of the population? Well, it's been found that 85% of our species are right-handed. And as you can imagine, there has been research done into why dating back literally centuries. Hang on, so in terms of evolution, um, does having a dominant hand predate humanity? Like, is it like are we talking monkeys or gorillas and the missing link? Well, uh, we'll, we'll kind of get into the evolution bit a bit later on because it definitely plays uh, a huge part. But in the years that human beings existed, there has never been a civilization, a civilization think like Roman, Egyptian, Native American and so on, in which left-handed individuals predominated. So obviously the majority of the population being right-handed isn't news, really. Um, but why do we have a dominant hand? Why can't we just use both like some kind of man lobster? It, it is a bit weird though, isn't it? Like it... it, it on, on a base level, there's no real explanation for it. What, like, why do we have one hand that's better than the other? What, what do you reckon it is? I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like as a baby, you start you, whatever hand you grasp for the boob with. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Why? <laughs> I did not expect that. But that is a very, it's, it's a good one. It's Listen. a good one. Um, well, it's all actually down to the lateralization of limb use, which is a bias towards one side of your body or the other. And it usually begins in the brain. So in theory, by the end of this episode, you'll also be able to tell me why my left eye goes a bit droopy when I have one too many pints of Guinness. <laughs> I don't know if anyone here um, follows me on Instagram or anything like that, but if you ever follow me on a night out, genuinely, there's something weird that happens um, when I have a couple of pints. Is that just half my face looks like I'm having a bit of a stroke. My uh, left eye goes fully droopy. I can honestly verify that it drops about one centimetre below his uh, his right eye. <laughs> right. Well. 
You're just making me seem like the most unattractive man alive. <laughs> we all know you're the most attractive man alive. Just look at your little cartoon face in our artwork. Yeah, well, you know what? Philip, my cactus, loved my left eye. <laughs> so screw you, all right? For those of you who didn't listen, last week's episode was on whether plants have feelings and a lot of truths were unveiled about Marx's relationship oi, oi, with his oi, cactus. Oi. You know, for once, I'm going to have to pull you back in. Right, back to the episode. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So having a dominant hand is all down to lateralization of limb use. That is a bias towards one side or the other. So some tasks are controlled by the right side of your brain and others are controlled by the left side of your brain. Is that why growing up you were sort of considered to be good at linguistics or maths, sports or art? Like that kind of, it's all side of your brain dependent. Sort of. It's kind of a bit of a misconception that your brain favours, you know, one over the other. But most certainly different sections or sides of your brain specialise in different activities. So you'd imagine like if you're right-handed, the strength in your brain is on the right side, right? It's just like that whole side of your body is just generally better. Confusingly not, actually. There's some crossing of nerves between the body and the brain, which means it's actually the left side of your brain that has more control over the right side of your body and vice versa. So in other words, the brain's left hemisphere controls the operation of your right hand, your right eye, your right leg, and so on. But why? What's the reason? Like, why can't your whole brain serve your whole body? Why does it have to be in two different distinct sections. Well, some argue that this division in brain behaviour has been a feature of animals for half a billion years. Jeez, that's ages. Mm -hmm. So, like, it kind of, throughout evolution, the brain developed and it kind of just, different bits of your brain specialise in different things, basically. That's that's it, right? Yeah, yeah that's kind of one of the theories, that your brain decided to specialise in different tasks. Um, and it evolved because it's more efficient to allow the two sides of your brain to carry out different tasks at the same time. So you're telling me, scientifically speaking, that men can actually multitask. <laughs> That's it, fellas. <laughs> Score one for us. Well, uh, well, evolution tried its hardest to give men the ability to multitask, but I don't know how successful it was in doing Oi. so. <laughs> okay, sorry, back on track. Uh, the brain evolved so that the different sides could perform different tasks at the same time, like, like I just said. So the left side of the brain, for instance, may have developed to carry out routine operations, things like foraging for food, etc. Which would sort of answer why like, our right hands are dominant to performing tasks. If that was like picking berries off bushes and like fighting off saber-toothed tigers... I presume that's like how foraging went. Absolutely, definitely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye out for those tigers stealing <laughs> berries. That is exactly it. And you know, the right side, for example, could have been kept free to detect and react rapidly to unexpected things in the environment. You know, like an approaching predator, for like example. Like a saber-toothed tiger. Yes. So your left side is like focusing on foraging and digging while the right side of your brain is keeping watch. So like basically your brain... It's just like it's keeping sketch for you at yeah, all exactly. times. Yeah, that's exactly it. And this can be seen in various fish, toads and birds, which are all more likely to attack a prey that's seen in its right eye. Really? Yeah. Is that why you're always insisting on uh, sitting on the left of me? <laughs> you should be sleeping with one eye open. <laughs> one droopy eye, apparently. <laughs> okay, so we've established that there are different parts of the brain that specialise in different tasks. But we need to hone in, you know, onto the handiness thing. Um, I said we would discuss evolution as, as this episode went on because it really has a lot to do with it. Um. I imagine so. Like, back when we walked around on all fours, like, big old babies, um, were those four limbs of equal strength, kind of like of an orangutan, or was there, like, a dominant one? In which case, why the hand? Why this little finger finger shovel? Yeah, that is that is kind of the question that a lot of people ask, because it, it would be thought that 
when we walked around in four limbs, all four limbs have had kind of equal importance. So why suddenly did we have one of those four limbs to become the most important one? So it's actually possible that our ancestors began walking on two legs rather than four to free up their hands to perform new tasks like making tools, for example. And understandably, this caused them to begin using those hands differently. And um, what's really super interesting about this is uh, scientist Bracciacini looked at handiness in chimpanzees and found that when apes stood on all fours, they displayed no real hand preference. And it was only when they were forced to assume an upright stance that a lateral preference emerged. So that sort of proves that it's almost certainly down to evolution, like situational evolution. But do we know when-ish this started to happen with our ancestors? Like when when the chimpanzees started using a hand as opposed to all four legs? Yeah. Yeah, well, so archaeologists have conducted huge amounts of research into this, as you can imagine. And they looked at old tools that were found millions of years ago. And they examined whether one side of the handle or the blade was worn more, whether it was being used predominantly on the right-hand side or the left-hand side, or either for that matter. And did they come to a conclusion or a, or a date or kind of a time period? There are loads of bits of evidence, but a really interesting conclusive one dates back about 600,000 years ago. Jesus. Scientists looked at the preserved teeth of a species called the Homo heidelbergensis. They looked for wear and tear on those teeth and the wear suggested that the food was usually brought to them out with the right hand. So the wear and tear or the way the teeth were like kind of ground down suggested that this... Homo heidelbergensis um, was right-handed. Oh, that is so fucking interesting. Mm. Is there any evidence on why the, sh- the shift occurred, though? Not the shift as in, like, kissing the shift. <laughs> like, I don't think that's going to wear down your teeth. If you are, you're doing it very wrong. But, like, the shift in, like, when humanity started predominantly using their right hand. Some have argued that it all comes down to language. So most people do the bulk of their linguistic processing in the brain's left hemisphere, So it's sort of suggested that with the evolution of language and words and so on, the left side of the brain began to evolve and develop rapidly. And this preference for the right hand may have intensified simply as a side effect because, because, you know, the the left side of your brain was growing so quickly that it almost just took on the right hand thing as well. That's amazing. So so then... Why are some people left-handed? Does that mean that they're like not good at words or foraging or fighting <laughs> off tigers? Sorry, left-handed people. So it's a mixture of genetics and evolution. And to be honest, kind of a bit of a fluke. It's relatively unanswered as to why some people are left-handed, but there's basically no evidence which suggests that being left-handed is a deficit. And in fact, some research shows that left-handed folks might even have an easier time recovering from brain damage. Really? Mm, another really kind of seems like an obvious one, but it, it interested me so much. Left-handed people are shown to be way better at combat sports because people expect attacks from the right hand and not really the left hand. So if you're stronger in your left hand, you tend to be better at combat sports. Okay, so just to recap, um, the brain has two hemispheres which are split into a load of sections which control different things because evolutionary, it was advantageous to learn how to multitask. Um, The left side kind of controls the right side of your body and the right side kind of controls the left side of your body. and once we got up off all fours and started being bipeds, um, homo erectus, if you will, wink, wink, um, the left side of our brain developed language, uh, which also boosted up everything else that was going on on the left side of the brain, which included control over your right hand, which became the dominant hand to like pick up berries and wipe your bum the correct way. Is that is that what we're talking about? That's Excellent, basically. Marcus. Oh wow! That is so so good. So that's kind of. 
that's kind of a summary of why we have a dominant hand. That is that is a summary. And are, are you ready for some facts? The end of the episode. I love facts. Let's great, go. Great, great, great. Okay, so although between eighty-five and ninety percent of the population are right-handed, notable left-handers include former President Barack Obama, Bill Gates, and Oprah Winfrey. Is Oprah a lefty? She's a lefty. But she and Barack. I know. Oh, Barry. I know. But he has to shake so many hands. Do you think that's weird? Do you think he had to train? That is a very, very interesting question. Okay, more hand facts. More hand facts. There are 27 bones in your hand. Really? Yes, yes, yes. And are you ready for our final fact? Yeah. It's absolutely disgusting. So disgusting, I'm going to get you to read it. The longest fingernails in the world are 18 feet long. Oh, God, they're so bad. So grim. How does she wipe her bum? Hopefully not back to front. Really? Really, you're doing this right now? (laughs) So there you have it, Angel Hooley. Uh, not only have we answered your uh, your question about why humans have a dominant hand, but we also gave you a bit of knowledge about 18-foot-long fingernails and Ew. bum wiping. Honestly, though, like, how would she function? I don't know, like... How- how, how does she like work Tinder? Guys, thank you so, so much for listening. Um, if you haven't listened to all our previous episodes, then get on it. There's loads of them in the bank there, ready to download for your own enjoyment. We really appreciate you tuning in every week. If you like what we do, and um, if you don't, why are you listening, you weirdo? Um, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teachers, tell your kids. Most importantly, tell your granny. Leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a, a star rating. Every little bit of what you do helps us. All those ratings and reviews really, really do make a difference. And it makes an immense difference when you spread this podcast. So if you feel like giving it a share, we would really, really appreciate it. Similarly, if you have a question that you would like answered over the course of our shower, you can get us where, Marcus? Um, you can get us on Facebook. All you need to do is go up to the search bar, click into it, type in In The Shower With Taz and Marcus, and our little cartoon faces will pop up. Send us a question. Send Send us some nudes, whatever, live your life. If you want to get us on Twitter, if you're into that short form, you can get us at in the shower pod. If you want to get us on email, Daz, what's the email? If you're an old fashioned folk or folkish. Folkish? If you're old Folkish. Fa- <laughs> if you're an old fashioned gal or guy, you can get us on email at in the shower podcast at gmail.com. And we love, love hearing from you. No question or no comment is too big or too small. We love you. A few thank yous to wrap up the episode. A few thank yous to wrap up the episode. As ever, we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, so thank you to Alan and Paddy and Rebecca and all of the team in there. I want to say a personal thank you to you, Taz, for putting all the all the editing work into this podcast. Aww, you are very nice truly you. an amazing producer. Uh, thanks also to Florence Robinson. Flow, you legend. Keep on doing that wonderful art. Check her out on Instagram. Um, at Flo Robinson and most importantly thank you so much for listening next week's question Marcus this is a really interesting one Um, we were at a cocktail event recently and somebody came up to us and just went tell me about pineapples so that's exactly what we're going to do we're going to tell you about pineapples that episode as always is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower and in the meantime keep scrubbing This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.